welcome to the Coach for Tutors podcast, where we grow your tutoring business with each episode. My name is Michael Gibbon, the founder of the Coach for Tutors podcast and Coach for Tutors. This episode is brought to you in part by our sponsor, Tutorbird. Tutorbird is the one-stop shop for all your tutoring administration needs. Schedule your sessions, teach online, receive payments, and so much more with Tutorbird. Today, we are joined by the caring and empowering Demetra Bryant. Demetra, welcome. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm doing fantastic today. How about yourself? I am doing fantastic also. Thank you. Wonderful. I had seen Demetra at Joanne Kaminsky's Impact 5 Summit and thought this is a topic that must be brought to the podcast ASAP. And it's three ways to join school communities because I know that's a big topic for us tutors. How do we get into the schools? How do we connect with schools to build those relationships, to grow our business? And Demetra is going to be giving us some excellent nuggets on how to do so. A little bit about Demetra first for our listeners. Demetra is a recently retired special education teacher. She has been involved with adults and children with learning differences since 1995 in the private and public school sectors. One of her dreams was to travel the world, so in 2005, she opened her agency, Harmony Travel Gateways. However, the pandemic had forced the world to close their doors to visitors, so Demetra pivoted to another passion for tutoring, thinking that she would just help families in her town that were not pleased with the virtual format for a couple of months. Demetra saw how her love for teaching could change the lives for scholars with special needs by offering private face-to-face tutoring sessions. Now she offers small group sessions face-to-face, private online, and blended sessions. She's involved in a highly impacted partnership with the local school system, bridging relationships between the schools, communities, and businesses. And Demetra, again, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Michael, for having me. Oh, for sure. So I guess really the first question we'll we'll jump right in is, why is joining a school community important for growing your tutoring business? That's such an important question. I have three answers to that. One, it gives us direct contact with parents and students, which is what we actually are looking for. Am I not correct? Oh, you are (laughs) correct. 100%. (laughs) Think about also your local community because they have relatives who kids may need to be tutored and are out of town and you could teach them online. Even students in your own community may have to take sessions online. It doesn't necessarily mean face-to-face because you're in the community. So that's something to think about. The second thing would be an active member allows you to tailor your tutoring services. If you are aware of the nuances of what that particular school needs, then you can tailor your instruction that way. For instance, if they are using a particular curriculum and it's really important for the students to learn from that curriculum because it's based on the statewide testing, I'm sure that they will give you access to the curriculum so you can take a look at the books and all that kind of stuff. Because after all, you are trying to help the students gain knowledge in whatever uh, subject area that they're in. And the third one would be to build trust and credibility. Okay, By joining and contributing to the school community, you position yourself as a, a tutor in business, as a trusted and, and credible entity within their own community or a referral community. Do do those make sense to you, Michael? Oh, absolutely. And I was going to inquire about, from your experience, 
how did you get into that school community in terms of events or fun fairs, for example? What did you do that worked and really helped to, you know, bring that sense of relate, you know, relationship building and people saying, "I want to work with Demetra." My ideal clients are in my town. I worked in one school system for the last seventeen years. I know all the nuances of not only what goes on in the school that I worked at or the bridging schools in the community, I also knew the nuances of what's going on in the community. And because of that, for years, since I knew that I was going to eventually transition from the classroom to more of this private practice, I just kept my ears and eyes open and followed the trend, and then started a trend myself. The most popular is district partnerships. And in my community, it's called Partners in Education. And in this Partners in Education, it's designed to provide a hands-on opportunity for local businesses and organizations to share their expertise, time, resources, and ideas to enrich the academic experience for students in the community. They have this wonderful breakfast to introduce businesses to the principals, assistant principals, or the school liaison. You can learn a little bit about the school. They can learn a little bit about you. It's a short application process. And on top of that, you get to pick what school you would like to work with. So elementary, middle, or high school. For me, I selected all of them because I didn't want to restrict myself to just one or two schools. As a business owner, now here's the kicker, y'all, because we're always trying to figure out who I can contact to get your name into the school. Well, how about this? Being a partner in the education process as a business owner, they give you everybody you can get in touch with. You get the name of the school, the principal's name, assistant principal name, and the community liaison person in there. In return, the school system sends out your information to the principal, assistant principal, and community liaison, your contact information. Michael, it's it's a (laughs) win-win. It really is a win-win right there. My advice to people is is to see if their school system that they live in or the student that you are teaching online find out what school system they're in and see if they have any partners in education. These are gold, Demetra. Thank you so much. I, I love what, what you said about filling out that form and being able to then have an opportunity to reach out and connect with the district. I mean, how exciting and what a great way to get in there. Also, like you said, connecting and seeing how many of your students go to certain schools and connect with those schools from that angle as well. There's lots of ways you could do it. I know for myself, something that I did to help with building connection with schools was we did a fundraiser for our school. Their roof had 
had a partial collapse and we took part in the fundraiser. And it wasn't because oh, we just want to get our name out there, but help our local community school. That led to a mention in the PTA newsletter, which led to some students. It is possible. There's many ways to get into the schools. I love what you're suggesting. How do we build the long term? So once you get in, you're in those schools, you started to get some students from those schools. How do we continue to cultivate long term relationships with said schools? One word, involvement, mm. be involved. How can you be involved in either this partner in education? Events have to go on at school. Let's say it's the year, the, the spelling bee. They need judges for the spelling bee because guess what? The teachers can't be the judges because then they'll have nobody to cover their classrooms. They look for community involvement for the spelling bee. Or let's say they're having some event for Halloween or the fight against drugs and they had a door decorating contest. They need people to come in to judge the doors. It takes very little time to go ahead and do that. For instance, if you wanted to judge a door, you go to the front office. I say, hi, I'm Denitra Bryant. I'm a partner in education. I'm here to judge the doors. They'll praise you. They'll probably first send you to a room to go get yourself something to eat and then give you a clipboard that has all the room numbers that you are to judge. It takes as long as you need to, to do the task and you give the clipboard on the way out the door and you just keep going. That's being involved. Let's say it's field day. It's going to start getting warm out now. Guess what a lot of schools need? Water. They need bottled water. It doesn't take any time. It doesn't take a lot of money. It just really takes a sincerity to be involved in the school. Let's talk also about the PTA or the PTSA or the PTO. They have meetings as often as they need to. And a lot of the purpose is for them to raise funds. What are the funds used for? Maybe books, teacher incentives, student incentive, recognitions, equipment. If you're the business owner and you're involved in the PTA, the PTA is going to reward you by always recognizing that you are involved. You're a business owner. You're involved in the community. You're involved also with events that are at the school. Seems like a win-win to me again. That is the word of this episode. Involvement. Get out there. Get involved. Do it from a place of great intent. Get involved with that school because the more you're out there, the more people are going to recognize you as a familiar figure in the school. And then people get comfortable wanting to talk to you. Visibility promotes that credibility, which can ultimately lead to you growing your business. But it's really about starting from just getting involved, like Demetra said. That's excellent. Where can our listeners find you? This has been such an impactful episode. Michael, before I give that, can I share one more tip? Yes, please. How about connecting with business networking events and meetings? Some of these meetings are free or you may have to pay to attend. They may meet weekly, monthly, bi-monthly, and they may even allow you to introduce your business because that's what it's really all about. Ultimately, one of the questions that are normally asked when you're attending these community business meetings is, how can we help you find your ideal client? And as 
if you continue to go to these meetings and you're sharing who your ideal clients are and how they can reach you, you're letting other businesses know or you're training them to the wording that you need to help find your ideal client. That has been valuable because, you know, we have to think of a lot of these parents may also have businesses also. They want to get to know, like, and trust you. You want to be able to go to these businesses and say, hey, you know what? You know, you can have an opportunity to partner with the school system also to help your local community out. It's, it's all about building relationships, Michael. It really is. It is. That's, that is the lifeblood of a small business. I mean, large businesses too, but for the small business and you're in the community, it's the heart of the business. It's really that connections and the power of those connections to make a difference for others and in turn make a difference for yourself. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. People can find me on Facebook at AI for Tutors, Artificial Intelligence for Tutors. Why not take your business to another level <laughs> and, <laughs> and really benefit using artificial um, intelligence for your business, for your kids, for your marketing. I, we're having a wonderful time in the community. Fantastic. We will definitely put those links below for our listeners. I want to thank you again, Demetra, for being here today and for such an inspiring episode. Thank you so much again. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Coach for Tutors podcast. And thank you again to our sponsor, Tutorbird, the all-in-one system for all your tutoring business admin needs. Save time to work on your business, not in your business with Tutorbird. As always, everybody, make it a great day. 